0: Brought to you by the WZIP Sports Team. This is
1: Sports Power Talk Overtime.
0: Featuring in-depth interviews.
1: Someone brings a video up and was like, hey, look at this. And we all kind of watch it. And to be honest with you, we all just kind of like chuckled and, <laughs> and just thought nothing of it. Exclusive original content. They do need Austin Theory. Every brand needs Austin
0: That's yeah. why SmackDown won. That's why SmackDown won. Because <laughs> they got Austin Theory. And of course, the hottest takes. King Celtics. Okay. If we see Kings Sixers, I'll sell my dog. <laughs> Man, you heard it here first. Mitch Bates is gonna sell his dog. So get ready because it's time for SPT Overtime. Sports Power Talk is in overtime and the WWE is going down under as this year's Elimination Chamber, PLE, is taking place in Perth, Australia. I am your host, Logan Buchanan, being joined by the Logan Paul to my L.A. Knight, Mr. Alex Henry. Alex, how are you
1: doing today? Dude, I'm feeling good. Being called L.A. Knight, I mean, that's an honor right then. Well, no, there. you're
0: the Logan Paul to my oh, L.A. Knight. Oh, dude,
1: even better. So that's what I am Logan Paul. Yeah, oh, let's go. I,
0: I was giving that's you great. that little... It would have been too easy yeah. to have me be Logan, you know? Yeah. A little too easy. So that's true. I had, to, had to flip the switch. No, I want to be the Maverick, absolutely. <laughs> they go
1: left, I go right.
0: Um, unfortunately, Liam Rickenbach could not be with us today, but during our Elimination Chamber breakdown, you will be hearing some from him uh, as he gives his predictions as well as his overall analysis of each match. But Alex, are you ready to just get right into the things? Yes, sir. All right. Well, we have first up today is our Raw reactions. Alex, you really liked Raw. We were talking a little bit beforehand.
1: I thought it was good. Thought
0: it was good Raw? Thought it right, was a little go-home go Raw? Yes. Well, to start us off, we had Cody Rhodes losing to Drew McIntyre with Solo Sokoa
1: interfering. How would you feel about the match? I love that it opened. Mm -hmm. I love that it opened. Mm -hmm. I thought it was awesome. And I thought it was a really good match. And, man, what a good way to start the show. I I thought it was really cool. I liked it. Something I actually liked that wasn't a part of the match. And and if you notice, WWE... Uh currently, like the past couple weeks, have really been bringing back older things mm-hmm. that they used to do, like early 2090s mm-hmm. and some newer things. Um, one of those older things being like the interviews, you know, yeah. one guy here. And that kind of started with Seth and Cody mm-hmm. uh, back then when they were enemies, of course. Uh, but they were doing that way back in the oh, day. Yeah and they're bringing that back. But what I really liked was the Pat McAfee play-by-play mm-hmm. with, the, with the drawing. I love that. I think it's great that, that they're, they're yeah, continuing it of, that. It
0: reminded me of NFL, yeah, how, like college game day right. when, they would, when they would run through that. I definitely think that not only like the editors and the production team, but WWE as a whole when it comes to how they're actually presenting WWE has gotten a lot more um, experiential. With what they're doing, hundred percent, and I, I love it. I'm here for it. Yep. I love when uh, sports in general. I love when they try new things because sports is an evolving game. Um, WWE is an evolving game, so your media shouldn't stay the same. Yeah. But uh, one of my favorite parts about this match was Drew being distraught with himself because he just won through solo interfering. Yeah. Which was like, it's his whole thing. He hates. When people interfere, he hates the bloodline, so to have him win through bloodline interference was kind of it it's kind of deep, yeah. It's kind of deep, it, it's yeah. there's some deep storylines going on right yeah. now. Uh, moving on, we have the last chance battle royal, which was won by a returning Raquel Rodriguez. Alex, how do you feel about Raquel returning and then eventually winning this
1: battle? Royal? I was hype about it, mm. uh, I really liked it. Um, I knew the whole time because I was so hyped about Maxine Dupree and then throughout the entire match I'm like, I swear she never got eliminated <laughs> I swear, I swear and then Raquel won mm-hmm. and they didn't ring the bell mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness and then she came out so I was so hyped she didn't win, of yeah. course uh, but Raquel Rodriguez
0: is cool, I like See, it here's my not thing. really what I expected though I'm not a huge fan <laughs> of Raquel Rodriguez so oh, the return meant zero to me I'm actually. I was a little upset because I would have rather like Chelsea Green enter the chamber or like Alba Albert. Oh, Fire. why did I
1: say Maxine Dupree? I meant yeah, Chelsea Green. I, My apologies. I figured that's what
0: you meant. Whoopsie. Um,
1: I actually would have too. I agree. I think it would have actually, literally, would have been better to have yeah, Chelsea
0: Green. I I think Raquel returning really doesn't do anything for her, even because honestly, her going into the chamber, she's maybe pick number five or six to win. Out of everybody, like she is not even top four for me. There's four other people that I would put above her and it's not even close.
1: But the highest you could put her is four in my eyes. I I, I think she goes five. That's the hot hi- no, the highest.
0: Oh, I mean even that's stretching it And that's
1: putting Naomi and Tiffany in front of her. Or behind, behind her. Behind her,
0: but I think I think Naomi's ahead of her tenfold, and I think Tiffany from a talent standpoint is ahead of her too. That's just me. Yeah. I think it was a it was a
1: do you Unless think she you're... had a good match?
0: I think it was a good match. I think she had a good I, match. I love when the... they do um like contendership matches and mm. they have a last chance. Yeah. I love that. Um it's kinda like a it reminds me of when people do round robin tournaments and it's uh you know, you're not fully out of it yet. I mm. love that. Yeah. Um But I just I, I don't know. I think if you would have had Chelsea go in, it would have allowed for more entertaining moments of uh the chamber. It would have allowed for um, you know, the Santino Morella hope spot of no way Chelsea Green's about to win this.
1: Imagine like um, the pop when like everybody thinks she's gonna win and exactly, then the kick out.
0: Exactly. And Raquel's she's she's really bland in my opinion. Hmm. And, you know, that's nothing against her. Uh but There's nothing to her. There's no character. There's really nothing besides look at my back. I'm very muscular.
1: Her back is massive.
0: And that's great, but so is like half the women on the roster.
1: Her back is massive,
0: though. (laughs) I don't know. It's just not my cup of tea. Not my cup of tea. But I am excited for the Maybe she'll
1: prove you wrong one day.
0: I hope so. You know, know. I hope she she doesn't become like a Becky Lynch for me. I hope she's more of a Bailey where she comes around in reference to you because I know you just love (laughs) Becky Lynch. (laughs) absolutely not (laughs) (laughs) well onto something you do love I put this in specifically for you listeners if you don't know Alex Henry is our I mean not even our MMA guy he is Ohio MMA and so having Michael Chandler call out Conor McGregor can you walk us through that? What, what what importance does this hold? Where do you think it's going?
1: Well, first off, I appreciate the kind words. Um, secondly, it was awesome. It was really cool. I'll tell the story again um, for listeners. I, I was um, watching uh, with somebody, and they showed Michael Chandler, and I said, oh, my goodness, Michael Chandler. Imagine he calls out Conor McGregor right now. Ah, that won't happen. And then he called out Conor McGregor, and and it's honestly huge because it's a match that people are expecting to happen, and it's not happening. Mm -hmm. So for him to call him out in that big stage is kind of pretty cool. And Michael Chandler, uh, the only reason he really got a shot with Conor McGregor to begin with is not even because he's that great of a fighter. It's Mm because he's very charismatic, Mm -hmm. and he's very uh, hyper and adrenaline and just— kind of brings that mm-hmm. psycho, psycho energy. Um, so I thought it was really cool. And the, to start to see crossovers like this more and more, yeah. I think will only grow combat sports. Because honestly, in, and this is coming from somebody in the MMA community, I think that a lot of wrestling community judges MMA community as much as MMA oh, yeah. community oh, judges 100%. wrestling community. Like a lot of MMA, it, you you know you look at it and you think from a projective standpoint, yeah, the MMA guys probably make fun of wrestling mm-hmm. more. I would say it's honestly it's, probably yeah. 50-50. Yeah. And uh, it shouldn't be because no. its uh, they're not similar. They're mm-hmm. not the same. Uh, but they're both great. Oh, 100%. So. They're both great. Yeah. I think um, because we've obviously
0: seen wrestlers go and watch UFC fights. But besides <laughs> that, there hasn't been a huge UFC-WWE crossover besides like Ronda. But even mm-hmm. then, she Brock. was different. Brock but it was also they were in different um, Brock and Cain Velasquez Mm -hmm. that would be the biggest one but I think that maybe Chandler and McGregor already have the fight like set up it is going to happen Mm -hmm. and Dana is using WWE as a launching point for a semi story within the UFC be awesome yeah and I mean you have two absolute oozing with charisma guys like Chandler and McGregor it's it could sell a pay-per-view just on that match alone Yes. I mean, just on McGregor alone, it's yes. all the pay-per-view. But Correct. regardless, Correct. Um, there's going to be so many more eyes on it. I think with not only the connection with WWE and UFC through TKO, but having more interactions between the two is going to meld WWE and combat sports even more to where the fans aren't as hostile towards either. And it's more of a community.
1: Exactly. Well, the, the truth is, is, you know, Unfortunately, it's all about money. At the end of the day, it's not like they really care about how much we enjoy things or Mm -hmm. not. But to be able to have a crossover of fans gives a lot of money to Mm -hmm. both. And probably, to be honest, WWE fans crossing over to UFC is probably a lot more money to UFC Mm -hmm. than UFC crossing over to WWE fans. Uh, but still, I mean, I mean, you're yeah, talking about a lot fans, more money, money. money.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I agree 100%. So. It'll be interesting to see if they continue, um, not only with this fight, but other fights down yeah. the line. I'd be very interested to see. But our final match of the evening was the Intercontinental Championship match as the now longest reigning Intercontinental Champion, not only in one reign, but in total combined reigns. He is the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion, Gunther Defeated Jay Uso after distraction by Jimmy. How'd you feel about the match? And were you scared when Jay hit that frog splash that Gunther might be losing?
1: I wanted Jay to win. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was actually, I was really hoping there might be a Raw title change, um, but I, I thought it was it. Yeah. And when that bell started ringing, it was. I, I thought it was a mess up at first. It was awesome. Yeah. What a cool. New, yep. fresh idea, mm-hmm. and that's why I love this raw so much. Logan was because it was so fresh mm-hmm. and new. It was it was a fresh breath of air. It really was, and that was just such a cool way to end the, the end the uh well not end the match but to end raw. Yeah, that you know? that whole that,
0: the whole segment yeah. as well. yeah yeah. I, I I agree. I there's a lot of fans online who are sick of the bloodline story, and I think if you're sick of the bloodline story, you don't understand it. Right. All of everything that they've done, ever since even WrestleMania, has been perfect. Mm. Like they everything that they've done. At first, I wasn't one hundred percent okay with the idea, but you know, we both said we trust what the creative's gonna do. We trust where the story's gonna go, and they're telling just a beautiful soap opera. Yeah, it is phenomenal. Question I have for you: Obviously, we're getting Jey Uso and Jimmy at Mania. I think that's set in stone with the Royal Rumble face-off in this. But where does Gunther go, and who beats him?
1: I don't know. I saw somebody on TikTok, so I won't take credit for this myself, Mm -hmm. but I would love it. Um, I see Ladder Match Mm -hmm. at Mania. Um, I think that'd be awesome because it keeps Gunther strong if he loses. Sure. And those are great. Yeah. My boy Matt Cardona. Yep. Yep. Last one to win one, and that was back when Matt Cardona, yeah, Zach that was, Ryder, uh, was in wrestling.
0: WrestleMania 32,
1: I believe, so almost ten years, eight years. Yeah, I think that'd be great. I think that's a great idea. I don't think that is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I think Gunther's the kind of guy that they want to have a storyline. Sure. But also, if you look at like this last year's Money in the Bank, that was actually like a it good a story. Very going into yes, Money in the I Bank. Agree. So it's it, to an extent, you know, playing devil's advocate with myself. They have shown that they can actually tell stories in these ladder matches, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Maybe yeah, I just that's don't an see idea. Gunther
0: is a ladder match guy. Mm-hmm. He's just a normal like Gunther has a normal match and it's just as good. Yeah, as a stipulation hundred percent. Um, I agree. So I I just don't know. He, like I don't know who beats him. You know, we thought it would be Drew. It wasn't Drew. Thought it would be Chad Gable. Wasn't Chad Gable. Thought it was Jey Uso. Wasn't Jey Uso. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. I mean. Our truth Our, Our truth. truth
1: I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. It'd
0: be kind of... I, I And there's the thing. It would be cool to see some people win, but I can't see them winning. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they're just not there. And whoever beats Gunther, what a shadow they're stepping into. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, they, they mock their name in the history books as the guy who defeated Gunther, mm-hmm. but your reign, unless you do what he's done, is not going to live up to it. And I think... When Gunther drops that title, he doesn't even try and get it back. Instantly main event picture. Instantly a world title contendership. Like, he's done everything he can with that title
1: in one reign. Alex, this has been one reign. Yes. (laughs) Everybody thought it was going to be Jay. Yeah. Wasn't Jay? I think it still could be. But because the way it ended. Sure. But, um... I don't know. Yeah. The Braun? Reason... Braun Breaker, perhaps? Braun would be
0: sick, but he's on SmackDown. It's true. He got signed. He just had his... Uh, yeah, he...
1: I, well, I know he got signed to SmackDown, yeah. but that didn't necessarily... Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. There um, could be a
0: draft coming up. I mean, they did the draft last year around uh, a few weeks after Mania
1: because it went into effect at Backlash. I don't know. I don't know. I really... I thought um, the other one that I thought was awesome was Miz when that was happening. Uh, if Miz would have won... He should have. He should have. Honestly, looking back, he should have won. He should have won. Yeah. I think who picked him out of us? One of us picked him. I did. He should have. I had a
0: whole storyline yeah, They're yeah, going baby, at baby, baby, baby. Yeah. It was going to be a DIY triple threat with uh, Miz against Gargano and Champa, and then Gunther would be facing Seth at um, WrestleMania.
1: That would have been good.
0: Ah, it would have been so good. But then we had CM Punk return, and then we got the idea of Seth versus Punk. Idea in my head? Yeah. JD. Okay, so here's the thing. I was thinking, so when I said earlier it would be cool, but I said I don't see them winning. I was thinking JD, McDonough, or
1: Dominic Mysterio. Yeah.
0: I think JD would be a fire pick.
1: Give Judgment Day all the gold, man.
0: Yeah. And
1: And then the last one on Raw, the Heavyweight Championship. Who's got the briefcase? (laughs) Yeah. Hey, I don't know.
0: and, And that's the thing is... You know, Jordan Devlin, Jordan Devlin, JD, uh, he's been kind of a jobber for the Judgment Day, if you think about it. Uh, He doesn't win a lot. He gets bullied around by the big top stars whenever they need someone to take a bump. I think if he beats Gunther, he is instantly elevated to, obviously, mid-card status, but he's elevated to top of Judgment Day, right alongside with where Finn Balor is right now. Because Finn Balor, in my opinion, yeah. is not main event status. As as it stands right now.
1: Should've beat Edge, man.
0: <sighs> he should have beat Edge. Should have beat Seth. He should have beat Seth at SummerSlam.
1: True. <laughs> but Because then, then you know who could have beat Gunther? Seth.
0: That's true. That would have been cool. A little yeah. Seth Rollins action. Ah. Anyways, that's anyway. enough <laughs> that of all talk. Uh, we are moving on to SmackDown. And as mentioned before, Braun Breaker. Just got signed to SmackDown. He's going to be making his debut this Friday. What do you think about Braun Breaker? He's
1: hype. He is. He's
0: hype. So, a lot of people. um, I think Rob Gronkowski. (laughs) Okay. That's who he reminds me of. Well, you know how a lot of people are saying he's the next Brock Lesnar? He's the next Daniel Ashley? There's a side of the internet who doesn't think he's intimidating enough to be one of those guys. I disagree.
1: I don't. He doesn't have the build, like the same kind of build. I, it's a very intimidating build. He's, but you know what's intimidating about him is speed. When he runs that's those true. ropes, something. Well, I don't know. I I think he's intimidating too. But there is something to be said that if you just crop Brock Lesnar and show his head, like just bro's head. Yeah. And then compare him to like Braun Breaker and like his face. Mm-hmm. I'm probably way more scared of Brock. No. In that in that sense. Sure. But I think. But no, dude, Braun's gonna kill it. Oh, Braun! But also, I don't want him to be the next Brock. I want him to be the next his Braun own breaker. big yeah, guy. I agree. But let him be his own yeah. Brock. Lesnar. And I think he is.
0: Yeah. I think he has been. I wasn't a huge fan of Braun as a babyface in NXT when he turned heel. Chef's kiss, mm. amazing. His programs with um, Carmelo Hayes, amazing. What he's doing right now with Baron Corbin, as they just won the Dusty Cup and they're tag team champions, amazing. Love what they're doing there. Um, I think him, Hayes, Grayson Waller, like those guys, they're world champions within six years, one hundred percent, shadow of a doubt. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Trick. All right, we're our first match besides the debut. We don't know who he's facing yet, uh, but he will be debuting Street Profits versus the Authors of Pain. Dude, give me Authors of authors Pain. Authors of Pain, they're fire. Yeah, I do. Think do you they're like fire. them? I love them. They were in. They were. They were in my prime era of NXT. They were the tag team. They're not okay, maybe they're not fire. I mean, I get too ahead of myself. But I like them. They they are nice and I, okay. I like what um I like where what are they called the New Testament? Mm-hmm. Um where they're going like um I like what they're doing with Bobby and Street Profits. Mm-hmm. I really hope they end this feud kind of soon uh because the last thing you like to see is a new thing in a feud for too long. We saw that with somebody last year I can't remember who but they just they just arrived and then they went into a feud like way too long Mm -hmm. Um, but no I think Authors of Pain should take it I I think that if they're really going to establish Carrion and them as like a foe to be taken out Mm -hmm. or a really really destructive force which they can be they can look like that they need to be the Street Profits and
1: Bobby Carrying looking nice right now. He is. that whole squad. I I love carrying. They're Claus. looking good. I love them so much. I thought something that I haven't seen anybody say, and I know this is a, a SmackDown versus Raw thing again. Mm-hmm. But they're what is it called? They're calling it the New Testament, or I think so. That versus Judgment Day would be so fire. Oh yeah. I digress.
0: Oh yeah. I I concur. I concur.
1: But we both have <laughs> off a pain-winning.
0: Yes. First agreeance of the night. We yes. To see
1: and it. we have not seen the actual no, show. No. So
0: it has been um, pre-taped. It was taped last Friday, I believe. Mm-hmm. Me and Alex got the matches, but we didn't look at who the winners are. So these I, are our actual reactions.
1: I didn't even know it was pre-taped until you told me see? 30 minutes ago. But there we go. We're, we're, so. we're out here.
0: Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, the last match is an elimination chamber preview. It is Drew McIntyre versus L.A. Knight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you got walking out of SmackDown with some momentum heading into Perth? L.A. Knight.
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah. What's what's your reasoning? Put Drew down. Okay. More. Interesting. I, you know what? I actually picked Drew McIntyre in my head, and I just said L.A. Knight okay. just now. But yeah, that's what I'm I mean. Going with. That's what
0: your heart wants. It your is. heart must want L.A. Knight
1: yes okay
0: i think drew probably will uh be just because will be he just beat cody give him some more momentum mm-hmm. to really be that like he's going to be the guy to beat in the chamber if you can beat him imagine
1: if the bloodline gets in a way mm-hmm. again
0: that'd be sick that would be nice just really mess with drew i want to see drew have a mental breakdown yeah that would be amazing
1: Another mental breakdown. Another. Yes. Uh, he's had a couple. <laughs> yeah. It,
0: it's been rough for Drew recently. Uh, but no, first disagreements, apparently. Yeah. Because your heart wants LA Knight. Yes. <laughs> well, that brings us right into the Elimination Chamber, which is taking place in Perth, Australia, and will be streamed in the morning, 5 a.m., so if you're a diehard WWE fan, you finally get to experience what it's like to live overseas and have to watch these live events.
1: 2 a.m. Pacific time, yeah, right? So if you're
0: in Cali, have have fun. Uh, maybe stay up. I actually would rather it be at 2 a.m. so I could stay up rather than wake up early. What do you think?
1: I don't know. They're both bad. <laughs> They're both bad. Don't, yeah, like, out. new Japan people here watch Yeah at two. Yeah. So. I mean. I hey, don't know. Shout out to all
0: our international fans. Yeah. I mean, more credit to you for watching these shows when you do. True. Like, true diehards over there. We
1: might just be like them, though, and watch it on Peacock once it's over. where <laughs> <Probably, laughs> They probably. probably do the same thing. Probably.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, the first thing we have isn't even a match. We have True. confirmation that Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins will be appearing on the Grayson Waller effect, which I love to see it. I love when uh, people get to perform in their hometown and to see Grayson Waller not in an actual match was really sad up until they announced this. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think's happening? What do you think they're going to announce, maybe? Maybe. Oh, we know. What's happening, Alex? We
1: know what they're announcing, LB. I just don't know how. I don't know when. I don't know what's gonna happen. But it's obviously a tag team match between Seth and Cody versus Roman Reigns and The Rock. All right. I think
0: at Mania. I don't know.
1: It's got maybe right.
0: You thinking like a Night One Mania match, and And then Cody again
1: the other night? I don't know. I don't know. That seems like a lie.
0: Yeah, especially because Seth will have to pull double duty too. Seth I don't and know. Seth, Roman and Cody will have to pull or, double duty. Or
1: surprise, The Rock and Roman both come out during the show. Because what other way would WWE do a show than to have somebody not interrupt the show midway through it?
0: Mm-hmm. See, I have a theory. It's not an Austin theory.
2: Oh, um, no Austin theory. No
0: Austin theory. He may be there because it's Grayson Waller and A Town Down Under.
1: Dude, they're um, so cringe. They're so, <laughs>
0: it's so, it's funny. so funny. It's funny, though. Yeah. It is funny. It's a funny um, cringe. I think what happens is during the Grayson Waller effect, Rock and Roman come out and they pummel Cody and Seth. Mm. Damian Priest casts in, walks into Mania as champion. Wow. That would be crazy. Because, like I was saying, Seth would have to pull double duty too. Because whoever, faces, whoever wins the chamber is going to have to face world champion. So I think you give Seth only one match, you make Roman and Rock pull double duty. That's
1: fair. Or maybe,
0: here's the thing, what if it's not even Roman Rock? What if it's Rock solo? Why mm-hmm. would Roman fight two nights in a row? True. Why does he, he doesn't need to do that. He's the tribal chief.
1: Yeah.
0: Maybe we get Rock solo. Or Rock, and probably not Rock Jimmy since it's going to be J-Jimmy but only man who's going to be pulling double duty would be Cody really make him the underdog the superhero yeah so i think damian priest cashes in in
1: perth it would be cool to have like that be on one night cody lose mhm get beaten up bad mm-hmm. so like during his match with roman and he's like grabbing his sides yeah, he's got the tape because it hurt the, from yep. the night before yeah. and he, and then hate him when. Yeah. Oh my! I'm getting goosebumps it's right perfect. now just thinking about but, that. But in, oh in my, my opinion, it,
0: it can only work if Seth doesn't walk in champion. That so way he doesn't pull double duty. So Damian Priest, in my head right now with how I booked everything, walks in world champion. He's got to cash in soon. He does. He's he's got what like four more months.
2: Yeah.
0: Hey man, why not? Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I do. I do and like it. And there's our Booker T reference on the podcast. <laughs> and that you know? is our Booker T reference. Absolutely, dude. <laughs> you always got to have one. Shucky, ducky, quack, quack. Um, but here is Liam with his reactions and his predictions for uh, Cody and Seth Rollins on the Grayson Waller effect.
2: Thanks, guys. Yeah, for this uh, Cody and Seth Rollins, Grayson Waller effect appearance, I don't think a lot's going to happen here. I just think that Seth's going to continue to back up Cody. Show him that he has a support for WrestleMania because that match is going to get messed with. Uh, You guys might have talked about it on the pod, but I'm so tired of the bloodline interfering with Roman's title defenses. So tired of it. So if Seth Rollins could come be the hero and end that, that would be beautiful for me.
0: Thank you, Liam. Up next, we got the Undisputed Tag Team Champions. And hey. Damien Priest is already out there. So, Finn, you get out here and let's defend these titles as the Judgment Day. Finn Balor and Damien Priest face off against British Strong Style. That is Pete Dunne, not Butch, Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate. Who do you have walking out and then walking into Mania, undisputed tag team champions? The Judgment Day.
1: Oh. I got, I got Finn and Damien. Gotcha. Even though I will say something, and we kind of touched on this. Mm-hmm. I mean the fall off of Finn Balor. Oh, it's it's hard. It's crazy. Yeah. he fluctuates
0: so much. Like all of a sudden, boom, he's he's world title material, and then he's back bro in losing
1: car. as demon to Edge. Bro, it, it hurt. And now, like, he's like honestly, like, he's low, bro. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Oh uh, no, I you know I think a lot of people really do have um, uh, Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate. I just, I don't. Okay. I don't have it. I don't. Something about Judgment Day holding those tag belts is just so perfect to me. <laughs> so, it feels right. Yeah. I'm happy it's not like um, LWO in this yeah. match, though. Or who else? Who else was? Uh, That's fan- a great question. Fantasma. What, what's oh, uh,
0: Legato Del Fantasma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Pretty deadly. They were. Pretty deadly would be fire. They were in. Dude. The, they were
0: in the conversation. Yes, they were, and they're actually in my prediction. So,
1: but it also could have been DIY. Anyway, it could have.
0: That would have been better. What I have happening is British Strong Style win because Damian just cashed in. You know, it's true. He cashes in, and then Seth very angrily costs him the match. Mm. so you know on a raw or something they can have a rematch Damian wins because of bloodline interference or whatnot to get Seth over there Damian loses here Finn loses here British strong style pick up the W at mania you mentioned the ladder match we're gonna have a triangle triple threat TLC match British strong style pretty deadly and DIY that would be fire that would be tough. tell me that would not be
1: gas. That's the last time one of those happened.
0: Uh, a triangle TLC match that would have been WrestleMania X Seven, I think. Probably. I think that's WrestleMania X Seven with the Dudleys, Edge and Christian, and the Hardys, because they've had tag team ladder matches and TLC matches, but they've all been uh, multi-persons or um, like multi teams, not just three. Mm-hmm. But yeah, really digging the roots. WrestleMania you know?
1: 17?
0: Hey, was I right? Was it WrestleMania X7? It's the
1: last one. Well, I, if wow. that's what 17 is, that's I'm assuming, yeah,
0: yeah, X7 because the Roman numeral is 10. So 10 and Such 7. Such a good WrestleMania. It was so way. good. Man, I'm kind of proud of myself on that one. Yeah, uh, but go. I think that'd be a fire match. That'd be you have, cool. you have uh, six guys who really deserve to be on the show. Why not? And let them, let them ball out. Let them put out an NXT match on WrestleMania. I'm here for it. So I have British Strong Style winning and you have judgment day.
1: I like it though. Yeah, I, I do like it. it. I'm not disagreeing. We
0: have, we have two very different paths leading into Mania right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm here for it. I'm excited. This next match in my opinion is going to be pretty decisive between all three of us. But as I mentioned, there is three of us. So, over to Liam with his pick for the undisputed tag team
2: championship match. Thanks again guys for the undisputed tag team championship. I have Judgment Day. I just don't see them dropping it this early. I think they'll take it with them. I like watching them wrestle, honestly. And then I just I just think they're trying to really push them. And I'm still broken up about the loss or the win against DIY, The Miz, and our truth That was just really sad. I wanted to see Truth get that one.
0: All right. And as I mentioned, this one I think is pretty decisive. It is the Women's World Championship match as Rhea Ripley, in her home country, defends off against Nia Nia. Jax, who do you have winning? Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Obviously. It's Rhea Ripley. But
1: can we say something? Because we're all picking Rhea Ripley. Yes. So to actually talk something of this okay. match. Can we acknowledge, or will I be the only one that will acknowledge, that Nia Jax is fire right now? Being a mature a mature wrestling fan, mature wrestling fans know that Nia Jax is fired Fire right in what way. Just hated. Sure. She's so sure. hated. This is where you're to start disagreeing. She's been good on the mic. That way she's actually wrestling... Mm, that's
0: where I disagree. ...has
1: been better.
0: Better. Sure. I think...
1: The way see, she... She's kind of like coming... in. She's coming into her own. See... Here's my thing. I understand why you don't want to admit it. I'm the no, same no, way. No, no, no.
0: Here's my thing. Dominic Mysterio, he has heat. People hate Dominic Mysterio. Then you have people like Roman Reigns, especially when he's facing off against Cody. People want to boo Roman. People hate Nia Jax because they don't want to see her on her television screen. I know. I I actually, but like,
1: I think that's great. No, that because is isn't Because like me, heat. I don't really like, hate. Dominic Mysterio, but I will boo Dominic Mysterio. A lot of people are that way. Same thing with Roman Reigns. People despise... Like, that's like a true heel. Mm, but it's a heel for the wrong reasons. Sure, 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 sure. I but do I agree just she's th- gotten better. But I think they... Kn- like, Well, obviously, I don't think. I know. Mm-hmm. It's just whether you agree with it or not. That's their intention. Sure. They understand that people hate her and yeah. don't want her in wrestling. So what do they do? They push her. Yeah, but I think... And I'm not against that. I, I actually think she really still like has it. Has
0: a long way to go to be a true, good heel. I don't think she's a good heel yet because you could like just, people just don't like her as a person. Not even just the wrestler. Like, sure, y- I hate um, certain wrestlers, but I understand they're probably a really nice person. They're probably really good. They're probably really safe. I hate
1: Nia Jax. I hate her. I know. I I don't like her. Like. But I'm here for what well, I said was I'm here for.
0: And it. I'm I I I'm glad she's getting
1: better, but she's still so far away from being good. I don't like her. But I'm here she's for She's still it. not good. I'm happy this match is happening. Mm. I think she deserves this match. Okay, that's a little much. Mm. That one was a little much. Mm. Uh I don't know about that one. Cause what better way than Rhea in her home country mm-hmm. to beat arguably the most on, on your wavelength, the most hated yeah, wrestler. She, she is, she is ever. the most hated female right now. Ever. And I get that. So to have Rhea beat her yes. with those stakes, uh, yeah. it's going to be Good. awesome. I get it. I understand. And from honest, also, vice versa, Rhea's never been more of a face in oh, terms yeah. of having the belt oh, than yeah. she is right now. 100%. So she's. And, I mean, I'm talking about before Naya even. Mm-hmm. Like, she's been on this slow mm-hmm. peak, and once she hit Nia, she's huge. on that. Like, she's probably peaking in terms oh, of face mode right now. Yeah. Because no. the thing is, whoever wins Elimination Chamber, they are not going to get as much heat, you know, against Rhea. No, I
0: actually, I think so. uh, I think Rhea becomes a heel after this match. I think she's she a face right to. now, but she goes to a heel. Yeah, yeah I she kind of has to interesting um well liam i don't even have to like think about it i know that you're about to pick rhea ripley but please give us your opinions on this match as a whole and who you think is winning
2: thanks again guys for my women's world championship match prediction i have rhea ripley i can never root for nia Jax. i will never pick her to win she's the worst she can't be my champion i'm going with mommy on this one
0: All right, all right, all right. Well, from the Women's World Championship to the Women's Elimination Chamber, which will decide who faces off against either Rhea Ripley or Nia Jax, as we have Becky Lynch, Liv Morgan, Naomi, Raquel Rodriguez, Tiffany Stratton, and Bianca Belair looking to walk into WrestleMania with a title match. Alex, who do you think is walking out of the Elimination Chamber? You go first. I go first.
1: Please.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Alex,
0: if you know me, I think you already know who I'm picking. It's Liv Morgan. I figured. I think there's no better story than Liv Morgan, and she said it best at Raw. She's the last woman to have pinned Rhea Ripley. Their story is years in the making. What better way than this WrestleMania match? Liv Morgan has gotten so much better in the ring. She's gotten so much better on the mic. I think you put her in a position to maybe not main event WrestleMania, but be the high-tier women's match against Rhea Ripley. It's going to be phenomenal. And who better to make Rhea Ripley a really hated heel than have her beat up on Liv Morgan leading up to WrestleMania?
1: This is true. I I 100% agree with that. Yeah, like if I was going live, I I I would say the exact same thing mm-hmm. that you are. You know, Rhea's going heel. The best face outside of like Bianca Belair, in sure. the sense of she's Bianca Belair, sure. is Live, and mm-hmm. I prefer Live over Bianca Belair. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, so you're taking Live?
0: Yes, I am. I'm taking yeah. Live Morgan to walk out of Perth, Australia, with a ticket to WrestleMania. So in my heart. Mm-hmm. I don't want love to win,
1: mm-hmm. so I'm with you. Okay, heart to heart, heart to heart. Me and you are love fans on All right. Saturday. All right. My head, mm. my mind is telling me no, <laughs> but my your, mind is your also telling, telling, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is telling me it's going to be Becky Lynch, and here's why. Um, first off, Becky's—you know—people have been wanting to see Becky. Um you know, and have this push for a while mm-hmm. at Mania. Mm-hmm. For I mean, we're talking since, like, August, people have been talking oh, yeah. about this. Um, I'm not saying I'm a fan of Becky right now, even though I used to like Becky a lot. Um, I'm just not – I'm not just crazy about a lot of stuff she does. Sure. Uh, her wrestling's been really good, though. I'll I I 100% die by she's probably, like, top three – Oh best female
0: wrestler oh, in the company right now. Oh, I think her stint in NXT where she was yeah. facing off against Tiffany Stratton yeah. really proved that she's not, just,
1: yeah.
0: she's not just there because of the fan support. No, her, she's good.
1: Her wrestling's phenomenal. And I'm talking more so in the way she could tell a story through a mm. match, not technically. Sure. Um, so I should clarify that as well. Cause that, that's two different mm-hmm. criterias. But, yeah, she tells a great story in the ring um, or in the cage. Oh. Uh, or in the chamber. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But anyway, they've really been pushing Becky a lot. Uh, a couple of rolls ago, she had the promo where, you know, I have a kid. Oh, yeah. I, have, I have a kid. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Please explain that to the audience. Well,
1: I hate to ruin Becky Lunch promos for you if you're just not listening. But one of my uh, cripes with her... Is that she can't breathe. <laughs> so every time she cuts a promo, she's like, she's like, oh, I have a kid at home. <gasps> and can, you,
0: can you pick Becky Lynch, but do it as a Becky Lynch promo? Yeah.
2: In the elimination chamber between Naomi, we got Morgan.
0: <laughs> it is. It's true. Yeah. And and you know when you mentioned it to me, it actually really upset me because I remember when AEW was doing the Four Pillars Four Way, mm-hmm. and remember when they were all giving a promo in the ring. Everyone got so upset at Darby Allin because he was breathing like that. I remember this. And I was like. Yeah. Becky Lynch does the same thing. Yeah, and you pointed out to me. And I went, she does. Yeah. It, it's it, yeah.
1: Actually, that promo I'm actually talking about was probably the best she's done without the breathing <laughs> in a long time. So I will give her that. Maybe that's why you liked it so much. Uh, true. <laughs> Honestly, that's a great point because I really used to like that. Be- <laughs> I actually really used to like
0: Becky. She so so had so a kid and then ran out of breath. That it's, checks out. But um, grew. you ruined Becky promos.
1: I got Becky. Um. I think this is a good opportunity for Tiffany Stratton to get some kind of a push in this match, yes. and that's honestly what I care about more than Liv or Becky mm, yeah. winning it. Is kind of seeing uh, what the Tiffany push and Raquel, it's honestly, see what they kind of what they kind of can do in the match, working with veterans like sure. Naomi, working with veterans like Bianca at yeah. this point. I mean, she is. Um, so yeah, I, that's kind of what I'm. Uh, I'm interested to see.
0: Well, it'll be interesting to see which one of us is right. It'll also be interesting. To see what Liam thinks. Yes, sir. Throwing it over to Liam to see his opinions on the Women's World Championship match.
2: For the Women's Elimination Chamber match, guys, I'm going to go with Bianca Belair here. I just like her a lot, and I think they're trying to give her a push, especially with, I mean, she's even got her own TV show with her husband. So, yeah, going with Bianca on this one.
0: And with that, we are at our final match. Alex, can you please give us that chamber that you just did a little bit ago? Can you can you say chamber. that? Chamber. Thank you. Because it's time for the men's elimination. Chamber. chamber. Match. As
1: I'm going to lose my voice. <laughs>
0: You're going to have to start speaking like Becky. Oh, no. Absolutely not. Uh, in this talk. match, we have Drew McIntyre, Logan Paul, L.A. Knight, Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley, and Randy Orton. What a stacked chamber.
1: Take Bobby Lashley out of the match, and I'm hyped. I understand <laughs> why he's there. It's still such a good match. I was like, who would you have replaced him with? Anybody. <laughs> Austin Theory. Repl- Akira Tazel. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: Um, no, but, I mean, we were talking about it before. Pretty much anyone can win this.
1: Yeah. Like, we – Logan is the clear not winner for mm-hmm. me. But am I surprised if Logan wins? Yes. In yeah, the sense play. that I, it shocked me. But it – I could see that they could do something with that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hey, he wants that rematch with Seth. That's true. Yeah. Um. You want my prediction?
0: Alex, I need your <sighs> prediction. Okay. I need to know who you think's walking out. I mean, <laughs> this is crazy, dude. You know, like, Elimination Chamber is breaking my heart. Because here's the thing right now with our pathways, mm-hmm. whoever wins this is facing Seth for you. Whoever wins this is facing Drew for me. Not Drew. Or uh, Damien. Damien. Correct. Yes.
1: Oh. So we Well, have, your storyline's going to be nice. You pretty much gave your pick away, I I'm feel I, like. I might have. So, Alex, I have Drew McIntyre in the <laughs>
0: Elimination Chamber um, um and facing Damian Priest at WrestleMania.
1: Yeah. So, for me, it's like everybody knows I love Logan. Everybody mm. knows I love LA Knight, mm. but who doesn't love LA Knight? That doesn't make me that much Cooler than the the next LA Night Stan, sure. uh, but I love Randy Orton and Kevin Owens. He's one of my favorite exactly. WWE wrestlers. You might want
0: to say you love um, Kevin Owens.
1: So, <laughs> this is hard. It is because I have to pick the man. That when I went to Friday Night Smackdown (laughs) in 2011, (laughs) when I was just a young little in Cleveland, Ohio, (laughs) he signed my shirt. (laughs) Nobody knew this guy. (laughs) Nobody knew him. They said, "Who is that fella?" I don't want a picture with that guy. And I said, "I want a picture with him." Because come 2024 in Perth, Australia... (laughs) That's what you said? You said that? He's going to win the Elimination (laughs) Chamber against Logan Paul. (laughs) That's what you
0: said. You said that at, what, nine years old? I
1: did. I think younger. I was definitely younger. (laughs) Seven or eight, I think. Um, Yeah, I I do have... Jokes aside... I do have Drew McIntyre winning. Mm-hmm. I, I'll say something. I've been critical of Drew on our podcast. He has been great in this heel. And honestly, not even in the beginning. The beginning was kind of annoying too. But the way that it's all panned out, yeah. it's perfect. And I really, really like it. And that's why I want him to mm-hmm. win. I I mean, I've been pushing for Randy and LA Knight to win belts for their own separate reasons mm-hmm. that I feel like I don't need to even explain. And I would actually rather probably have Drew McIntyre win this because, because
0: it's best for business. As well, storyline. Yeah, it just makes sense. It
1: does. And I, honestly, even if he's facing Seth, or it makes sense. Yeah,
0: either way, it makes sense. I, I think yeah. Drew walks into Mania, um, fighting
1: for a title. Man, I 100. I, I do. I wish it could be a guy like Randy. And also, or LA Knight. Drew's gonna go crazy in that chamber. Yeah. He's gonna
0: be thro- Logan's going to get thrown against the chamber. I wall. think
1: that he will be the last one to come out. Oh really? Drew. Who do you think's
0: starting the chamber?
1: Uh Bobby Lashley and Kevin Owens will come out because Kevin Owens will be like, ah Logan Paul will come out. So it'll either be Lashley and Orton or Lashley and LA Knight. See, I was
0: thinking it's gonna be Logan and LA night.
1: Mm. I think that would be nice. That'd be a nice face-off.
0: That's, that's kind of mm. why I put us into the intro as Logan and L.A. Knight. Because yeah. I think they're the starters. <laughs> yeah, I love an Elimination Chamber. Yeah. I, underrated. I, oh, it's so underrated. Yeah. So good. Such a good... The, the way to propel into WrestleMania, Elimination Chamber, do it every single as time.
1: As a kid, I thought that I may have liked it too much because I didn't hear people get as hype about it. Yeah. In like wrestling community as I do, yeah. Like so, I used to, um, yeah. Like I really loved the Elimination Chamber, but nobody else like talked about it as much as I yeah. did. And so I would just be like, oh, maybe, yeah, maybe it's well, not that cool. I mean, cool. you know me, I'm but now huge... I don't care. Elimination <laughs> Chamber, fire. Well,
0: you know I'm a huge Edge fan, and oh well, man, I mean his what was it, 2009? Oh, the dual chambers was amazing. I used, I I still have the um. The DVD where it had all the chamber matches up to a certain point. Cool. I used to watch that thing on repeat all the time. Some of my favorite matches are on that. They're awesome. It's so good. Well, we both have Drew winning. Yeah. Even though we have different paths going into manual, we have Drew winning. That's nice to Can see. Can you believe it? Out I of can't. All of these
1: guys were picking Drew.
0: I, I, it's, a, it's crazy. But it checks out. It does. And I'm kind of excited to see what Liam has to say. Liam, give us your final prediction for the men's elimination chamber match.
2: Thanks again for one final time, boys, for the men's Elimination Chamber match. I'm going to go with L.A. Knight on this one. Drew seems like the logical, straightforward choice, but give me L.A. Knight. I think he's got, he'll has got he have some momentum going in here. I think he might win against Drew on SmackDown after Drew got that cheap one on Raw against Cody, which that, that thumb to the throat looked just brutal. I can only imagine how just taped, that had to be like a cast to the throat. Just brutal. So give me L.A. Knight. I really don't think... Kevin Owens, Logan Paul, Bobby Lashley have a chance. I really think it's between Drew, Randy, and L.A. Knight, and I I like L.A. Knight to come out on top here. Give him a a shot at the title.
0: All right. Alex, it's time to run through. Can you give us every single winner that you have for Elimination Chamber?
1: Yes, sir. What order are we – I feel like women's will be the first match, but what order are we going in? We'll
0: just go with what we talked first about, so just down the list.
1: So I have Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne. No, I don't. The, <laughs> well, sorry. My, my apologies. I have the Judgment Day, Damian Priest, script, man. You can't be and <laughs> Finn Balor uh, taking the belt. Then I got our girl everybody's girl everybody's Everybody's mommy mommy. rhea ripley then give me oh man i'm not gonna say it that excited then give me becky lynch (laughs) in the women's elimination chamber and then looking at the men's elimination chamber it is going to be drew mcintyre
0: yes sir well you just ran through four matches but if you're listening to mine I have five matches because we're starting off with Damian Priest beating Seth Rollins for the world title with a cash in, then going on to lose against British Strong Style as they pick up the titles going in to WrestleMania, followed by Rhea Ripley retaining in her hometown to then face at WrestleMania the winner of the Women's Elimination Chamber match, Liv Morgan, and then to end the night for the Men's Elimination Chamber match, as Alex said, Drew McIntyre is walking in to in my in my booking face off against Damian Priest Liam. Before we wrap up, run through every single one that you picked, and then we'll wrap all this up. All right, all right, all right. Sounds good. That will do it for this episode of Sports Power Talk Overtime. Thank you all for joining us today, and you won't want to miss what should end up being a great elimination chamber and the start of a fantastic year for international PLEs. We have uh, Berlin uh, in the summer. I think we have another London show. Huge, Mm -hmm. huge year for international PLEs, and we're starting it off in Perth, Australia. Remember, it is uh, airing at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. As your host, I have been Logan Buchanan, joined by
1: Alex Henry. Thank you all for listening.